U.S. President Joe Biden has warned congressional leaders of the serious consequences of not helping Ukraine. During a meeting at the White House, he tried to persuade House Speaker Mike Johnson to back a crucial military aid bill for Kyiv and others. I think the consequences of inaction every day in Ukraine are dire. I've been speaking to some of our our G7 partners, and you just got back, Chuck. Uh, they're very concerned. The $95 billion aid bill includes funding for Ukraine, Israel, and Taiwan. $60 billion are earmarked for Kyiv. Its delay has already been blamed for Ukraine's losses on the battlefield. But the meeting yielded no breakthrough, with Mr. Johnson insisting his priority remains on the immigration crisis at the border with Mexico. For the latest, Simon Marks is joining us live from Washington, D.C. Simon, so Ukraine's fortunes on the battlefield waning each day, due in large part of the inaction of lawmakers. And we know that Mr. Biden has been making multiple pleas to get the measures passed, but to no avail. So is executive action on the cards? Well, there's certainly a possibility that the White House is going to engage in some kind of executive action, but President Biden's options are limited uh, in that regard. Uh, White House officials confirmed today uh, that the Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen is looking at the possibility of unfreezing $300 billion in frozen Russian assets to see whether there is a mechanism that would allow some of that money uh, to flow to Kiev uh, in the absence of other money being voted uh, by Congress. But uh, National Security Spokesman John Kirby uh, conceded that it was likely uh, that the White House would need some sort of congressional authority to do even that. Uh, this was the day when the gloves came off in these discussions about Ukraine funding. It was the first opportunity that President Biden had had to meet with congressional leaders since the House of Representatives returned to Washington following a two-week recess. Uh, Senator Charles Schumer, the majority leader in the Senate, described the discussion about Ukraine as intense. But remember, this was a broader conversation, not just about Ukraine, but also about trying to avert a partial government shutdown later this week. And emerging from the discussions, the Speaker of the House of Representatives, Mike Johnson, the pivotal Republican player in all of this, indicated that Ukraine is simply not his top priority. I was very clear with the president and all those in the room that the House is actively uh, pursuing and uh, investigating all the various options on that, and we will address that in a timely manner. But again, the first priority of the country is our border and making sure it's secure. I, I believe the president can take executive authority right now today to change that. And I told him that again today in person, as, I, as I've said to him many times, publicly and privately over the last several weeks. It's time for action. It is a catastrophe and it must stop. Mike Johnson is essentially saying there uh, that President Biden is more concerned with events along Russia's border with Ukraine than he is with events along Mexico's border with the United States. So that remains a pressure point that Republicans are applying. And one of the reasons why the Speaker of the House of Representatives is reluctant to put this funding for Ukraine to a vote is that he knows that the Donald Trump-backed wing of the Republican Party in the House of Representatives is implacably opposed to sending another cent to Ukraine. And if Mike Johnson puts it to a vote and drags it over the finishing line with the support of Democrats, he, threatened, he is threatened with the possibility 
of being ousted by Republicans in the House of Representatives, just as his predecessor, Kevin McCarthy, was ousted last year for keeping the government open by striking a deal with Joe Biden's Democrats. All right, Simon, thank you very much for that report. Uh, that was Simon Marks in Washington, D.C. for us.